Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Key on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're live at the Great Dane on the east side of Madison. A happy victory Monday to all you green and gold fans. We'll get to that about 6.30 tonight. Alex Ruff with you, as always, alongside Badger Legends, Rose Bowl champions, my guys Tarek Sala, Derek Angler. Happy Monday, fellas, uh, but but do want to start with uh, some, some sad news, uh, as, as uh, we learned earlier today about the passing of your former teammate, and uh, Rose Bowl MVP in that 1994 Rose Bowl, Brett Moss, uh, passing away at the age of 50. Too uh, young. Too, too, young. too young. I mean, it's tragic. It's really sad. Um, and, and, you know, I, I really just wanted to give the floor to you guys to kind of reflect and, and shed some light on, on the guy and the player that Brett Moss was. Obviously, Derek, you were up front blocking for him, and Tarek, uh, obviously a fellow teammate of yours. So right. kind of just wanted to start there and give you guys the floor of Brett Moss at the age of 50. Well, Derek, you know, he was the ultimate warrior he was the alley cat. Um, you want one yard, you want ten yards, whatever. He's the toughest running back I think we've ever had, and uh, he was a huge part of our Rose Bowl run. Yeah, I mean, there you can't say enough about Brent Moss as a teammate. You know, as a leader on the field, um, he was the OG 3-3. You know, that, that was our 33 uh, before – Ron Dane and and obviously a Heisman Trophy winner and Ron, but what 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 Brent brought to this program was really the epitome of the entire turning the, the ship around in the Barry Alvarez era, and and Brent epitomized what what we were about. You know, um, Brent, as far as I know, wasn't a very highly recruited player. In fact, I think he might have been a prop forty-eight that that Barry was able to get in here. Sounds right. And. Yeah. You know, from Racine, from a tough neighborhood. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, and, and the, the lunch pail gang, right? Yeah, he, yeah. So he, he, he hard he, hat and a shovel. Absolutely. You know, he he was uh, our shield. Um, you know, that's what we were about. That's that's we were running the rotten course. We had Terrell Fletcher with him, so it was a great uh, combination. But like Tarek said, if we if we needed a yard or two, there's only one guy you give the rock to. Uh, he was scratch claw I, fight. That's the guy who, who you give the rock to. So, so Derek, you, you were there every day and working in that offensive line. What did his effort, his passion, well, mean to that offensive line? It galvanized the entire unit. Uh, you know, when you'd see the effort and determination that he would give and scratch and fight, uh, it just, I mean. It just snowballs, right? Yeah, it just, it just fires the rest of it. Because, you know, when you see that effort for from a guy that's trying to, you know, move the chains for us and what we're doing and we're fighting, 
for him. And, and um, you know, I, I, I just I can't say enough about Brent Ma- Moss. It's very, very sad. Um, you know, it, it, he's a, a Rose Bowl MVP, very unfortunate, uh, you know, and, and struggles in his life. Um, and it just is it's too young. At the same time, the memories that he gave us at the University of Wisconsin oh um, are just uh, unbelievable. And, again, that's the original 33. The original 33, the original beast mode. I mean, he's, he would go off, and you, you couldn't tackle him. And, again, you look at him, I think he's like 5'9", 205. Yeah. <laughs> just yoked, and, but just had that tenacious attitude. I remember playing, we were playing Purdue. And they had some really hard-hitting dudes, right? Not the most athletic team, but the safety come up, came up and knocked the snot out of him. He fell, he fell down. He got turf in his eye and all that stuff. And you know, no concussion protocol. No, this guy, this guy did not stop. He just went back in and just <laughs> ran harder. Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, if Coach Alvarez was here with us right now. Um, you know, if if you were to ask him who's who's the one guy that you can count on on third and two, he's going to say thirty three Brent Moss. I mean that that's no question. I mean, and and not to say all the other unbelievable running backs, including a Heisman Trophy winner and Ron Dane, but you know Brent was the just the absolute toughest nail, and that's what we needed during that magical 93 season was him and then having the compliment of Terrell Fletcher um, you know having a lead to Ramos uh, it just again these are not all really highly recruited guys they're just every, go across the board all one one word tough and and Brent was the toughest yeah, Brent and I, I know I'm biased but kind of like in the Emmett Smith ilk like he 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 ran he really followed offensive linemen Right, and he was tough, and not the fastest guy, but great shiftiness, and then finished every play. It's not a bad, you know, that comparison, you know, before he went into the NFL, but he had he had some off the field issues. And that, that, that really, that, that really, he never got but, the show to right. the NFL. No, yeah. no, because of quite honestly some of the choices. But yeah, you know, that's the uh, unfortunate really story of this whole situation and it's sad because uh, we lost him way too young yeah brent moss uh only 50 years old passes away and and you know you guys reference all the great memories uh i know that's way too, like way too freaking young um in that in that rose bowl game back in 94 uh won the mvp as i mentioned but unreal game in that against ucla 158 yards two touchdowns and uh, Angler leading the way in that blocking. No, no. As well. I was a young freshman. You know, I got to block for uh, Brent once in a while in practice. <laughs> <laughs> Never in a game, unfortunately. I was redshirting or whatever, redshirt freshman. And, and um, you know, unlike, you know, Tark did get to play in the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, I did Made not. Plenty but, of mistakes but for both it, of it us. <laughs> you got to understand, Strophy, back then. Still one. This, this is a tribute to Coach Still Alvarez. Won. It didn't it's matter, better. right? I mean, you know. Tarek being a true freshman and getting, you know, being in that too deep, you know, myself on scout team trying to make those guys look better. We all had a role, and we took pride in that. And and, and nobody on that team, that's that's how, how strong that team was and uh, what strong leadership it had. 
because everybody respected everybody's role. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just really sad stuff. Uh, Brent Moss, gone at the age of 50. The 1994 Rose Bowl MVP as uh, the Badgers beat UCLA back in 94. These guys were a member of that squad. So remembering Brent Moss, uh, we will talk about the Badgers' uh, loss to Iowa right after this. We're going to step aside take a timeout. It's a great day in huddle driven by MetroCam. Tarek Solider's called Greta Van Fleet Imposters. Zeppelin wannabes. Yeah, they sound too much Good like Lord. Zeppelin, apparently. Ooh. Despite the fact they're younger than me, Tarek. <laughs> Every member of that band is younger than I That's am. That's why I told Tarek. I'm like, Tarek, dude, Sam, my son, yeah. he's about to be 21 this month. I mean, this is right in his wheelhouse. Well, as it should be. Yeah. I saw them back in 2016. They opened for Shinedown at Summerfest. Uh, they were awesome, man. And they were like 16, 17 at the time. His nonverbal gestures, like his whole face and everything, just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. It is the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. That's the voice of Tarek Sala, Badgers all-time leader in sacks. The I don't gra- like your the greatest, face. The greatest like center face. to ever come through the University of Wisconsin. Yeah, Derek right. Angler. And, uh, yeah, I'm Alex Strope with you at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. Hey, the Great Dane Pub will have you covered for Thanksgiving this year. Go to greatdanepub.com slash Thanksgiving. Two of their locations, take-home meals. Two of their locations, buffet for Thanksgiving. They'll do all the work for you. Why do the cooking when you can just have the Great Dane, the best tradition in Madison since 1994, do it for you? Go to greatdanepub.com slash Thanksgiving. Learn all about it. I highly recommend. They'll have the turkey. They'll have the stuffing. They'll have the mashed potatoes at their four locations, the one downtown, the one here on the east side, the one in Fitchburg, and the one in Hilldale. GreatDanePub.com slash Thanksgiving. All right, guys, let's talk some Badgers football. As, um, well, Saturday didn't go as planned. They go to Kinnick. They lose uh, to the Iowa Hawkeyes in any interesting game. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk plenty about Graham Mertz in a second. But overall, not ideal as to what happened down at Kinnick Stadium. It's a tough place to play by all means. But, but what did we say last week? I said it's if the quarterback doesn't hand the ball off, you know, to the other team and special teams. Yeah. What? And both, you both quarterbacks, on. both teams had that same challenge. You they had, had the same exact Who's going to do less? Right. Less. Who's going to turn it over less? You, it was who's going to make less mistakes. They had the same game plan. Great defenses, pound the rock on offense. And Wisconsin made more mistakes. And maybe, most importantly, Graham Mertz made more mistakes. Yeah, you can't have three turnovers against a defense like that. You can't have special teams. These play were, like that. that. That's the that's the difference in the game. Yeah, I mean the special you know, I mean, teams. Obviously, that's when you have a defense that holds. I mean, they rushed the ball for fifty-two yards on forty-five attempts or something like that. Are you kidding me? I mean, they have a hundred and some forty yards total offense or whatever. They're, Our uh, defense is off yeah, the charts. Yeah, Nick Herbig. It's embarrassing. And, you know, actually, yes. I mean, anybody who's watching that game first of all. I mean. You look at uh, the model rushing. No, I'm, yeah. unless you're an Iowa Hawkeye fan or a Badger fan, are you kidding me? When you have 75 fair. rushing attempts right, fair, combined fair, fair, fair. for 103 combined total yards on the ground, what in the world? 
Big Ten football, baby. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Sure it is. That's the epitome of Big Ten football, Derek. No, it's Iowa not. Iowa versus how many, Wisconsin. How many the epitome, of Big, the epitome of Big Ten football, young buck, is not rushing average of less than two yards. Like, that is not Big Ten football. How many How many times did we have, like, one yard or, or less? Uh, several is the answer. That's just, that is boring. Like, yeah, you cannot, that's Wisconsin versus Iowa. It's boring. No, you, you that's, no, that's, no, this is this is this when is. When has this game not been that not, way? Not like this. Never. It was, honestly, it's worse never. than it's ever been. You're saying? Yeah, never like this. Ever, ever. And but by the way, what, then think about that. Sure. Who are who are the offensive coordinators for both teams? What in the world? I mean, it, it is disgusting to be honest with you. When you have good yeah. defenses like that, it's an embarrassment. Well, it's an embarrassment. Our, our quarterback has no awareness. No, not at all. No awareness. Like, just his timing, he's, he's half a second slow or a second slow. I mean, and what, then, what, what kind of game planning are we doing? I'm just, I mean, this is nowhere of the rush. Offensively, this is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, it's bad. You know, and, and, and here's the sad thing. We were talking about, we got talent. So I put, it on, it. I put it on the coaches. I put it on all of those offensive coaches. Because right now, that's, I mean, it is an abomination. Yeah. yeah. And, and our line has regressed to a place I don't even know where. Yeah, it's not, the offensive line does not feel like a Wisconsin line. No. For the first time in many years, right? This is a joke. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke on offense right now. So, Derek, let me ask you this. Uh, Jim Leonard, I think you would still agree, is the man for the job? Absolutely. Bar none. You think about it. Think about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he, he turns down all kinds of opportunities, all kinds, NFL, college, great positions, yeah. because he wants to stay here. Totally. He wants to coach at his alma mater. He knows the program, the yeah. foundation, the core how of success of what this program was built on. He has the credibility. He has the contacts as far as coaching staff, personnel-wise, Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And the reason I ask that, Derek, is because he's going to have a very tough decision. And maybe it's not that tough after Iowa's game, but with Bobby Ingram, right? Likely, I don't expect personally Bobby Ingram to be back in Wisconsin at Wisconsin next I, year. I, I, but, I, I'm, but, I'm just going to tell you, I don't see anybody back except possibly. Some of that defensive staff has to be. You know, I, I, my point, I don't know. If you're evaluating Bob Bostad on this year, he's gone. But my point on, on, on bringing that up, Derek, is. The one knock on Jim Leonard that I understand is who are his connections? And you might have a better perspective on this. What than are you I talking don't. about? I mean, well, as a player, but he's only coached at Wisconsin. So, I mean, he's not bringing Paul Chris back as the offensive coordinator, right? That's not going to happen. So, Trophy, what you don't understand, when he was in the league, you know how many relationships he made with coaches? A ton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, this is, uh, yeah, they, I don't know. So I, I guess I just don't know names. That, well, that's, I, I don't either. So you have no worries about Jim Leonard building out a no, successful no, I, None. Good. That, that makes me happy then. Zero. Because right? that's my one worry, but you guys would know a hell of a lot no, more I than I No, I think he has, he has a, a long list of options. Yeah, yeah. Good. Look, all, well, then it's an it, absolute it, no-brainer. Here's my only question. Sure. Right? My question is, is he, and I know he is willing to, but the, does he know the budget that he needs to, to get everyone that he wants and all the resources that are needed in order to get us where we want to go. I mean, I, obviously where he wants to go, but, like, where we want to go. So if I was sitting down with <clears throat> Chris McIntosh, I'd want to, where do we want to go? 
and I would put a number behind it. And you got to be able to know the number. What, what does it cost? Because coaches' salaries are going up. Yep. NIL is there. Yep. Right. You you have you're going to have to add recruiters, right? So your recruiting department is going to go to a million dollars. Yep. Does what? And I know he knows that. I know he knows. I know he knows what it probably takes, but what the number is to put to that, right? How do you? How does that all reconcile itself? They, I, I know they probably all know it, but I just love to hear the plan and how that's all going to go. And Derek, how do you, how do you evaluate that? And how does how does it all happen? I know we could go, we could go five could different go ways all, with this, yeah, right. with this. But that's that's we're, we're going to have to up our game because of what the rest of the league is forcing us to do. If you bring in eight recruiters, we have two now, I think maybe three, two and a half. You, that's a that's a whole number. And the thing is, you know, Chris is advocating to be prudent. He wants the ROI and see what goes on. Now, Jimmy's going to have to go, well, we're going to have to go up 20% because we got to hire these guys, that guy, and then is he willing to force that Oh, issue? you're talking about from an athletic department standpoint. So, yeah, I, oh. I, need, I need more resources. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, are you saying that, that – I'm trying to follow yeah, you yeah, here, Tark. So, Ask the so, question. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you need more coaches. You need to pay them more, and it costs more money. So, are we willing to go down that road? So you're you're saying is the athletic director willing to give more money to the program? Yeah. And does Jimmy okay. is Jimmy going to advocate? For well, yeah, life? I think I think he's already been. I think Jim's already been putting that all over in the media. That's I, all yeah, he's, he's been he's doing. Right. He's right. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, that. yeah. That's great. So, so I mean, it's on the AD then. But it needs to happen, right? And, and you're absolutely correct, Eric. It's on the AD. Yeah, and it is. That's what you're saying. Well, I'm saying that, but does he know exactly what that number is? And I'm sure he does. But, you know, yeah. he's, he's sitting there like, well, is, or he's going to ask Mac, hey, what I do I have? That, and then i got to match it But the way up. you're asking that, Tarek, is complicated because that number is, is changing by the day, let alone the season, right? Like, yeah. that number just continues to skyrocket because, as we talk about every week, fellas, like, this is not amateurism anymore, right? right. Like, this is this is professional football at this point. But I, but don't you think that, like, right now, obviously, Jim's main focus is <laughs> to win next week. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, but he, but in the back, he's thinking about all it's these. Number one, week, I think it's, he's been thinking about his staff, you know, if he were, you know, given the head job. You know, and, and what goes into a, a personnel, overall personnel, uh, or staff department, you know, within it, right? Yeah. So Tark is in recruiting specifically, I think. Yeah, well, I, okay. I just know if, if a guy like so, if a guy like Luke Fickle comes in here, Luke's coming in with a with a book, and he's go, okay, here's a million bucks, here's a two million, here's three million, here's four million, here's five, here's this is my this is my deal, this is how I roll. Jimmy's never been a head coach. Has he? Does he have the notes? Does he have the the the, the football, so to speak, <laughs> like? With the notes of what, you know, what it costs and what what the expectation is, I think. And, as, and, and a guy like as Luke a Fickle would leverage that before he took the job. Do you think as a coordinator, though, and and all the positions he's been, uh, I, I'm sure. I mean, one being Green Bay. I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of opportunities yes, for him. I, you don't. I think, think I, he's kind of figured that out. I'm just curious how that all gels, and I, I don't know if I don't know if he has it yet or not. I don't know, but he has all the fundamentals to be that and understand it but how do you how do you put a how do you put a number and a value to it he 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 feels he's in a tough position totally because he's a badger and he has to make it work 
A guy that comes from outside interviews goes, hey, I'm not taking the job unless I get X, Y, and Z. Well, I think Jim can understand and what he needs as far as uh, recruiting. Uh, not, not NAL, but recruiting, like a personnel department. I think he gets that. I think he yeah. completely gets that coming from the NFL and all the expertise and experience he's had there. Yeah, but he's he, um, Jimmy's not coming in saying, listen, I'm not taking this job unless it's this. He's just taking the job. Is he? Is he not? Well, I think it, I think he's been public in saying that absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I know, I know, but he has no well, choice but to take the job. Say, hey, if I don't if you, if I don't get this amount of money, I'm not. Oh, taking I think that's the conversations, isn't it? That's what, mean, but, but I'm saying yeah. Luke Luke Fickle's not or or Lance Leopold is not going to take the job unless he gets X amount of dollars to invest in the and staff. Probably won't be offered the huh. job. Yeah. Knowing Mac, it's a fair well, point. I, that's, but that's what I'm saying. But you you have to have the understanding of what you want. You got to be able to tell Mac okay. that, and you got to be able to reconcile. I it get to our point here. So uh, he, uh, it's complicated. Leonard's going to take the job regardless, but he still needs to have that conversation with Mac, where it's, "Hey, we need eighteen point five, yeah. what you know, whatever the and, number is." And if I was Mac, I'd say, "When is it going to end?" Dedicate it to this, this, you know, and this. There's both it's sides. There's to. both sides to it. But it's like it's getting out of control. The Big Ten created we, this, though, so you have to How do we find a, a manageable position because we only have so much money? But it, but if you go to the core foundation, right, w- without getting into you know business eight hundred eight, yeah, um, he's I, everything we want. He's got it all. There and that's go. where I, I, I kind of started the whole conversation. No, you're it. right. I but, just was throwing a tangent in there because right. this is like an important. <laughs> this is an yeah, important. Agree. This is more of a macro. If you want to be critical yeah. and analyze something, that's what it comes down to: understanding what it takes to compete at a high level with the dollar amount to invest in the program. And if you can't do it, you're, you're, we're going to be in last place. And I know everybody's aware of it, but you, you, you just you got to advocate and you got to get it done. Yeah, I, I, Tark. I, I think you know. I just feel I like think Paul, Paul. Paul was a, he's a good soldier. He didn't. I don't think he pushed enough. I don't either. For the resources, part of part of the problem. Yeah. I, well, I think that part of it. We've talked about this. It's, it's just the. I don't want. I don't know what to, to call it. Just blinders on. You know, with what what's happened to college football and. You know, kind of the resistance to to really it was a force fire to, to accept that, it, 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 you know, because it's not college football in its pure sense. And for Paul Christ and who he is, college football and game. what his yeah and what his core value system is about as a, a college football head coach and a very very good one and successful one and been very fortunate to have him here was really difficult, obviously. Um, so we're we're in this mess that we're trying to get out of. And catch up. And to Tarek's point, you know, what are the numbers? Like, how do we do this? And how do we keep it the Wisconsin way, quote unquote, um, and and still be able to, you know, attract staff, and for that matter, players as well with the collective fund. So there, there's a lot going on there. And I think, you know, Jim's got to focus on, you know, a win games, get the job, and then boom, recruiting personnel. In-house and scouting, both with the transfer portal. Start there. Spot on. I, I just think of Jason Day. I need thirteen million dollars. And then Harbaugh comes out the next day and says, "I need twenty-six. You know. <laughs> but you know. But if it's not, if it's thirteen for them, we need two. We need one million, right? So everybody, oh, it, it all trickles down. You need more than that. But I get whatever. You. I'm just saying. I get you. We we don't need the same as Ohio State. 
but we need something. Right. You don't need it, necessarily need the same, but you want to compete at the same level. That's what, those that's guys what I'm saying. Like, like so, where, when does it so, end? You know, I don't know, and that, well, I think that's a that's that's a challenge for everyone. Hey, I'll tell you this before you tell our uh, before you tell our listeners about Carbon World Health. The Badgers better do whatever it takes to get a quarterback in the transfer portal, because I I I have been the number one Graham Mertz defender. I cannot do another season of Graham Mertz. Yeah, I think it's over. For, I think after what I saw on Saturday, I've seen enough. And by all means, Iowa's defense is, if not the one of the best in the country. But Graham Mertz made some that. boneheaded mistakes. I mean, statistically, Derek, they're top three. And every they're category. Good. They're a good defense. They're one of the best in the country. Yep. And they're, they're the top ten. They're top ten. I mean, in every statistical category, they're top three. But nonetheless, doesn't I matter. I still you think our, our defense, all healthy, is better, by the way. I won't disagree with that. I'm just saying. Nonetheless. Yeah, we're more Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz is. <laughs> we can talk defense if you want yeah. to. But Graham Mertz. Proved to me on Saturday. He's we got talent guy. on our offense. That's the most disappointing thing. Iowa doesn't have squat on offense. Nothing. That old line is, I mean, usually that's what Iowa's got that, and they got some good horses in the backfield. They got nothing. They got nothing. They got, or a tight end. Nothing. Got enough to beat Wisconsin, though. Well, that's going to be turned ball over. Yeah, we had, play special we had, teams. it's easy when you give them the ball. We just got to be more disciplined and have more awareness at the quarterback position and play better special teams. Well, if you want to be more disciplined and maybe have more awareness, you can go to Carbon World Health, which is the nation's first medically supervised spa and fitness facility overseen by Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. Fellows, I know you guys have been using the cryo, using the all the light, in-betweens. The red light therapy. The red light therapy. Did it by the way, I got one for you. Mitochondria. What's so that? the red light the activates the mitochondria. The mitochondria activates that in your body. The mitochondria so is the powerhouse re- of the cell. Reinforce the yep. cells. No, I, I get that part, but I, 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 all of a sudden you just threw that out there. I didn't know. Mitochondria. We're talking about red light. Okay. Yeah, That's red the light biggest therapy. word Tarek knows there. That's it. Kind of mitochondria. Mitochondria. <laughs> we just wanted to get that out there so I didn't, like, stutter too much. Hey, go learn about mitochondria. Carbon World Health. What the hell is going on here? It's a great day. It's fountain of youth. It's a great day in huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Alex Drove, Tarek Sala, Derek Angler hanging out with you. As uh, we are hanging out at the Great Dane on the east side of Madison. We just got our food. So Tarek at doing, just digging into the nachos we got in front of us. We got some of the Cajun driver of wings. As well as my new favorite, the cauliflower bites. Tarek put me onto those. He's got a mouthful of food right now, so he can't even tell you about them. But I will. Excellent. <laughs> Way to chime in there, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, they are excellent. I'm, I'm addicted to those puppies. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, we are also driven, of course, by Metro Kia. We're falling for savings at Metro Kia Madison this month. 71 cars on the lot for Metro Kia Madison. And don't miss out on the 2023 Kia Telluride with 4.75 APR financing for up to 48 months. 2292 costs per 1000 borrowed. You can browse the inventory at their website, MetroKiaMadison.com. 
Madison's trusted Kia dealership is Metro Kia of Madison. We've lost Derek Angler. He's coming back. Good. Pit stop. I'm happy to hear. Pit stop in the the bathroom. There you go. There you go. That'll happen. Uh, So we kind of wrapped up our conversation on Badgers football just a second ago, but I'd like to uh, spend maybe one or two more minutes, which is going to turn into four or five more minutes, on uh, on Graham Mertz because that that was the big storyline of the game to me this weekend. It, it was was the disappointing play of Graham Mertz. I he was making progress. I thought. Is that I thought to so too, Tark. That's the thing. I, and I've been I've been his biggest defender, but I just can't do it anymore. After Saturday, I just I'm burnt out. I'm I'm ready for a change. Maybe not the season, but but next season. I hope they're in the hope they're in the transfer portal and finding a different option. Yo, that's that's the game where, where you, you show up. And you, you, maybe you don't, you know, Actually, run for our that's first the game down, where, you do where, something. You, where you pull his ass and we put in somebody else, but we don't have anybody well, else. I heard Chase Wolf's back. Chase Wolf is back. Okay. Well, I don't know that he's better not, than Graham Mertz, but right. might as well give something else a try, right? Well, he could run. It's broke, so fix it. You know, that's, that's the way I view it. I mean, the entire quarterback room is broke and has been broken. Hence, you know, we fire a coach midseason. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Is the best case scenario for Jimmy Leonard when he, you know, I think eventually gets the job, is the best case scenario for Jimmy to bring in an offensive coordinator that pretty much has a quarterback attached to him, right? I'm just going to throw out a random school. I, I don't know the situation at the school. I'm just going to say, let's say West Virginia, right? Uh, the West Virginia offensive coordinator, or bring in a guy from, you know, quarterbacks coach from West Virginia to be your OC, and he says, hey, I've got this, this great quarterback that's coming with me. Wherever that, I go. That'd be great. Is that the best case scenario? That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, so that OC's got I think the OC's got to bring his guys in with him. So I think you hire the OC. The OC hires the running back coach, the line coach. If Let we, Jimmy handle the defense. Yeah, because we're going to have to, if we're going to do like RPOs and stuff like that, that's a whole philosophy that everybody has to embrace. Whatever, sure. whatever that, because. Changing the offense is going to be a big undertaking, and you've got to be on the same page with your whole staff, and everybody's got to buy into it. Well, <laughs> and you got to really understand um, the core foundation of the offense, and that's the offensive line and running backs. Absolutely. You know, so you have to be careful. I think I think yeah, it's very important that you, that you you absolutely have that dynamic. And there's ways to do it, mm-hmm. um, so you you have you have to be very selective of where you're going out and, and seeing what that OC's history is and what programs he's been at, you know what kind of you know uh, offensive lines that have been there. I mean, th- you know we're very fortunate that I mean, you know, listen, Ohio State can do it, and we know Ohio State puts I, offensive linemen in, in, in the NFL, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so it can be done. It can be done at Wisconsin. You know, we just we're kind of late in the race. Yeah, our old line is the foundation of who we are, but now we just need to bring another yep. RPO. Just evolve, just evolve, but never lose. Run first, yep. Pass second. Se- I mean, we're, we're second and three. We're not going to have the receivers and, and, and quarterbacks that Ohio State have, right? But second and three, we'll have a better old line and a better running back. Damn straight. Pounded in their ass. That's yep. right. There you go. Well, you, you watch Ohio State. You watch the Patriots. They all they <laughs> they emphasize the you know, run. You know Alabama. You know, and, and obviously they're very talented. But the philosophical approach 
needs to pound the rock. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, Wisconsin must win game this weekend, at least as, as far as I see it, against Nebraska in Nebraska. Then one more game after that as they host Minnesota. You don't think it's week. must win, Tark, you were saying? I don't Ruin. know. I, it is because when I think about the record and going to a bowl game and getting the momentum and the recruiting. But I was ready I was to so push this If that would have been live on air, I would have I came at you. Because at first you were like, nope. No, it's not a must win. It's well, not a must win. So what a fork in us. I'm just defeated. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. I mean, you, just, you had a chance to go fight for the How embarrassing would it be if they, if they didn't extend that but, streak? But, but, you know, here's what's funny. is 20 uh, straight, so, 21 straight years. Bowl eligible. Iowa and Purdue yep. are going to share the West, but Iowa's going to get the nod. Now, this is if Iowa. Well, Illinois still needs to lose. Yeah, yeah. But Illinois is going to lose to Michigan. Well, they play Michigan State, don't they? No, they play, they play Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. They're, oh, well, they're, they're going to lose. They're, yeah, they're toast. They're, they're out. Toast. Yeah, they're toast. Purdue's got the two worst teams in the Big Ten. Which so, is uh, what? North Northwestern and, and Indiana. Rutgers? Oh, okay. So, right you know, they're, they're going to be 6-3 and three in, in the conference. You know, Iowa. Indiana's not horrible. They're not great, but. They might win well, that game. I, I doubt it. That, that's they beat a, that's a rivalry game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, maybe. Who knows? I'm just telling you, I think it comes down to Iowa and Purdue for the West. <laughs> Iowa ends up winning on the, on the tiebreaker. So Ohio State's going to win 74-3 to is what you're telling me in the Big Ten right. Championship right. game. Right. Yucky. Because, I mean, I don't know. Unless Iowa lo- loses to Minnesota, Minnesota's going to lose either to Iowa or us. Is there any scenario? If not both. Is there any scenario where we win out and then we go in? Uh, no, everybody not loses. Anymore. Not now. Not anymore. Not now. Had to beat Iowa. Yep. Had to beat Iowa. Damn it all. Yep. Damn it all is is, uh, is correct. By golly. All right. Uh, the Green Bay Packers actually look like a good football team. We'll get them to them uh, after the next break. But first, before you take the headset off, Derek, I'm not. Had a boy. You were getting ready to tell us about. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Oh, the best. I mean, I, by the way, there are two, and maybe I shouldn't be saying this on air, but there are two studio dates that Tarek and I noticed, and we're like, oh, since we're not going to be at the Great Dane, what other better place to be? I brought it 100%. up. Talk to the suits and Jesse. All right, all right, all right, we'll get on that, but you can't beat the Horseshoe Bar, you know, the... The, the happy hour special. Sizzle, I mean, swizzle, swirl. Say that three times fast. No, not going to try no, it. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I actually want you to. Um, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to try the happy hour. I definitely do. The, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean. Tuna it, and the shrimp. and. Tari's just having tuna and shrimp. You have it, like, are you dreaming dream, over yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> half asleep? I, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> tuna and shrimp. It's a, <laughs> Kevin, Lee Drape, Fabra, great job. Best bartenders, Horseshoe Bar, you name it. I mean, I got a couple holiday functions over there. It's going to be it's, it's good for you. Tell us about awesome. that. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, no, I was just about to ask. Can I be a plus one? <laughs> I, get, plus one I sign please? NDAs. Oh, do no. you? Yeah, you're that big of a deal. You sign an NDA. Roots oh, Chris Steak, oh. Castle Middleton, the best steak <laughs> in the Madison area. The sizzle, swizzle, swirl, happy hour in the home of the Horseshoe Bar. You'll see him in Middleton. <laughs> you won't regret it. We'll talk Packers as we wrap up the Just great game huddle driven by Metric. Never the America's favorite guest.
<laughs> the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia, rolling on live from the Great Dane Pub. On the east side of Madison, Alex Strope, alongside Badgers legends Derek Angler, Tarek Sala, who are just smashing some nachos right now. I'm proud of these guys. I'll tell you what. If I've learned two things from doing this show with these guys. We can eat. <laughs> it's number one, how to eat. And number two, how, how uh, things happen in the trenches in football. Those are the two things I've learned, which I think are two good things to know. Well, I got to say, well, how, Strophy, you'll be in the trenches at one point in your life. Trust me. And and whatever expertise we gave you, hopefully you, you use why would it. Why, hold on. Why would I be in the trenches? Everyone is at some point. I don't know. Maybe you it's, have been it's, already, it's, but you're it's young. It's the grind. It's the grind. Not actually so, the offensive and defensive line, which no, is what I was referring to. <laughs> but I don't think we'll, we'll ever see you with a helmet on. No, um, that's accurate. You yeah, yeah. Have you seen me? There's a look like an athlete in the office. There is. I have put but that you got to find well. a way. It's kind Metaphorically. of like just when uh, Josh Allen fumbled that snap. They might and, need me. And, and Kendricks went down, and you, you know that scrum, that ball's like going every which way. That game was incredible, isn't it? It's whose will is better and a little bit of luck. Hey, we're falling for savings at Metro Kia Madison this month. 71 cars on the lot at Metro Kia Madison. Don't miss out on the 2023 Kia with 4.7 financing for 48 months. Browse the inventory at the website, MetroKiaMadison.com. That's MetroKiaOfMadison.com for Madison's trusted Kia dealership, Metro Kia of Madison. It is the Great Dane Huddle. We're live on the east side of Madison. We're mowing down food. Well, they are mowing down food. We're back. We're ready to go. You ready to go? All right, let's talk Green Bay Packers then. Who, uh, All right. Actually looked like positive. A, actually looked like a competent, good football team yesterday as the Packers beat the Dallas Cowboys at Lambeau Field. Mike McCarthy's homecoming is ruined by Aaron Rodgers. And Why Packers. was he pissed? He was pissed. Oh, man, was he pissed. This meant so much to him. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah, it was did. everywhere. I mean, he, he spiked his headset at one. Oh point. boy, love to see it. Really, I you like Mike a lot. I have a lot of respect, and will always be grateful for Mike. I've only been alive for that Super Bowl, right? So, very grateful for Mike as a as a kid who was born and raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But uh, I mean, yeah, he's an opposing head coach at this point. I love seeing him get frustrated spiking a headset at the end of regulation. So, did it ever bother you? Obviously, growing up. You know, a Packer fan and, yeah. and, and the one Super Bowl victory, the head coach that brought you that Vince Lombardi trophy, the yeah. way he was treated on the way out? That... Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, but how does how does a marriage ever end perfectly, Derek? That's my question to you. It never? Exactly. Speaking yeah, from experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but you know, like, like Paul, Chris? Yeah. Paul did so many great things. Yeah. The end's never going to be pretty. It just, especially when it's like third or fourth game, it's not pretty, but things move on. And the admiration that Rodgers showed to him, yeah. that was pretty neat. The, it was him, neat. They both showed to each other. That was cool. And uh, to come out and play like the Packers did with everybody, it was all hands on deck. Their will was clear and present. I liked, I liked how, how they pounded the ball with Dylan. Right, they ran the ball forty oh. times yesterday. Yeah, Don't I love about Jones. It, well, too. I know, I know, but Dylan, Dylan did some of the heavy, heavy he's digging. He's a bruiser, man. Man, he's yeah, awesome. he, he, t- he punishes the defense. Those massive man. legs, right? So, uh, and then, but I will tell you, and we talked about this, Drew. I thought, and and this is, I think, both Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers, when Watson dropped those two, yeah, I said mentally, Fubar, he's done. Stick a fork in him. 
I don't because you could see his physical body language not good. It was it was not good at all. Like I, and then for him to come back and have three touchdowns and right. some of the catches he made, wow! Now I can't go into uh, you know Rogers the Dalai Lama you know whatever he does and he's like he called it uh, what do you call it. Uh, a, what do you call it? Uh, atom- uh, atomic or something? Or oh, the oh, clip a- is great. A- yeah, atomic or whatever yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah, like, like atomic body language. I don't remember uh, what the hell. Oh it was my gosh, about. I completely lost him. Like, okay, well, yeah, no, he just had a little self self confidence because he caught a ball. You know, I mean, and it was phenomenal. I, I I really really was impressed with a rookie to turn it around like that on the game of the week, nonetheless against the Cowboys. Like, yeah, I, I thought he was done. Yeah. yeah, and his you, turnaround you, was terrific. You know, you got to get that confidence. Really encouraging that he saw the success. Now, you know, hopefully he doesn't get hurt again, and, and maybe he, he has the will to not. Gee, to man, not if you had that clip hurt. from Rogers, I I just would love it because it is far out. It, it really is. I don't know that he does. He might. Well, oh, well, well, I heard it earlier. I see mean, if he could dig ph- for it. Phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. He uh, he said that on the post with Tom understand. Psilocybin. That would be mushrooms. I learned that yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh my god. See, I'm learning Jeez. stuff from you guys. I learned it from you. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Dick? How do you feel that that's what he's getting from you? Well, you know what? Proud. Actually, no. Um, like a derelict, a little bit, I guess. I mean. <laughs> Fantastic word choice. I don't want to go past that. Great word choice. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the audio clip, but uh, we're, we're doing well over here. Derelict, G. Derelict. Uh, oh, my goodness. All right. Before we wrap well, up. Oh, it was fellas. beautiful, though. If, if Tark, if you would have heard him describe it, I, it was like, it was like atomically. Was yeah. this on a podcast? Or? No, it was the Tom Rinaldi on the field yeah. after the game. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. It was unreal. I missed that part. It was unreal. It. Yeah. All right. One more time, fellas. Tell us about Carbon World Health, supervised by Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, the red light therapy, the cryo chamber, all the uh, in-between. The holistic available. approach to taking care mitochondria. of your body. Yeah. Mitochondria. Yeah. <laughs> Activating your mitochondria will allow you to reinforce your cells. So, and then check out the, the sports a, performance side. There's I had an ADM physical therapy appointment. I'm doing some things for different body parts like we all do when we get old and old football players but i do this uh, blood flow restriction training which can really really uh blow up some of you whatever you're doing i'm, I'm doing a, a knee deal and ankle and uh i'm sore afterwards where do i head carbon world health and you know the red lights just kind of that's sugar on the top but what i'm looking for is that cryo i don't know enough about the red light Tark's trying to teach me what what it's all about and, and how good it is for cells. It's like, you know, getting injected apparently with collagen. I don't know, but it, it, it's good. <laughs> the cryo, I can tell you, is good because I came out of the cryo and I was, oh, I had a lot of aches and pains that were no longer there. Three minutes. Don't, don't forget, you burn over 500 calories going to cryo, which is amazing. That's what, you know, if you run so for 30 just minutes. just took half of my beers away tonight. There you go. Yeah. Just half of them now. Just half. Three minutes. <laughs> 500 calories. 50 a pop, baby. <laughs> Derek's only had like seven of them tonight. It's fine. No, no, four. <laughs> oh, man. You're the best. Uh, CarbonWorldHealth.com is the website. It's incredible. Try the six-week experience. You can learn all about Carbon World Health and the six-week experience on their website. That's CarbonWorldHealth.com. we got about 90 seconds, fellas. 
Are the Packers still alive for a playoff berth? In that division? Vikings yeah. are 8-1. Yeah, but they won't win. They're not going to. For a wild card. I, yeah, it's wild tough. card. You know, because... You know, they, if they go five and one, yes. If they go four and two, no. If they go nine and eight, no. Seven games left. Seventeen game schedule now. Remember, right? So six and one, right? Or, or five. I and mean, two? it changes things. They get seven games left. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Five and one. Okay. Yeah, so okay. six and one. Uh, I meant five and two. Five and two puts them at what? Nine, that's and, nine eight. and eight. I you think, think that's good enough. I think. I think it is. I think it's close. I think it's good enough. Six and one is what I meant. Six and one is definitely good enough. Yeah. Ten and seven, yeah. you're in. Six and one, they're Nine in. Nine and eight, you might be good enough. Five and two, they're on the bubble. So that, that's what they're facing. We'll see. I mean, that, that's, that's the re- reality of hey, it, right? But look, Derek, if, if they play like they played last night, that's a six and one team the rest of the way. No question. Yeah, they get, they get pound the rock and, and, and have uh, young receivers step have up. Have Rodgers just throw it 20, 25 times a game? Have, have young receivers step up. You know, and... I don't know. I, I it, it's tough. I mean, it's going to be oh, five and two to fit. If they're in the hunt, there's a little revival going into next season, no doubt. So you know, let's just focus on the Titans Thursday night, which we all three will be. Yeah, at, we're by all the way. going apparently. Yeah, it's got to awesome. go to the Tundra t- Trio. Yeah, so are we invited? There. Are we invited? Of course. See you there. This trophy's going to get us on the list. Nice. We're in. <laughs> way to make me sound way more damn important than I am, Derek. I appreciate you. Derek Angler, Tarek Salam, Alex Strofe. This has been the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We'll talk to you next Monday.